0: Thank you for joining us today. Good morning, New Vision, and thank you for joining us on our uh, daily podcast. Uh, we're going to continue in our study of Exodus. Uh, I'm Dixie, and I'm the director of Women's Ministry. And you know, so far we have been reading um, all about the Israelites through the plagues, and um, recently just of how six hundred thousand plus Israelites cross the Red Sea by dry land. And in chapter fifteen, it begins with a song of praise of how God. has had saved them from the Egyptians and taken them through the Red Sea into dry land. Today, we pick up in verse 22 of chapter 15. If you'd like to listen along as I read from uh, the ESV version of the Bible, beginning in Exodus 15, verse 22. Then Moses made Israel set out from the Red Sea, and they went into the wilderness of Shur. They went three days in the wilderness and found no water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink the water of Marah because it was bitter. Therefore, it was named Marah. And the people grumbled against Moses saying, what shall we drink? And he cried to the Lord and the Lord showed him a log and he threw it into the water and the water became sweet. There the Lord made for them a statue and a rule, and there he tested them, saying, If you will diligently diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God, and do that which is right in his eyes, and give ear to his commandments, and keep all of his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. Then they came to Elam where there were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees, and they encamped there by the water. Well, you know, as we read through this, the very first thing that uh, comes to mind is how they have been through such a trial. They're finally released from their captivity of slavery. The Israelites are, and they are escaping Egypt. Um, And I really look at it, and I see... The numbers, the vast numbers of people. So I think the scripture tells us that there were better than 600,000 men. That's not including the children and the women. Plus, they had all their livestock, too. So this was a mass exodus, as you could say, crossing the Red Sea. And then uh, Moses leads them into the wilderness. And very quickly, after singing the praises of how the Lord God Almighty had saved them from the Egyptians, they begin to grow. Um, I'm reminded of our own lives and how we can do that. You know, something can be a stretch in our life. Something can be a struggle. And then we kind of come out of it. Okay. We see God's hand. We're singing his praises and glory. And it's not too long after that, that we don't start grumbling again. And that's what happened here. But one of the things that, um, I see in that is that, you know, what was a pretty big problem to find enough water in the wilderness to feed all of these people. Um, So I can see where they were concerned and I'm sure they were thirsty, but we see here too, that they are not yet trusting the Lord's presence and provision in their lives. Um, One of the first things that stands out to me is the fact of what Moses does when they start grumbling and they ask the questions what shall we drink? Did he try to do things in his own? He did not. He immediately cried to the Lord. I think of my own self and when I'm uh, up against an obstacle and a question that I don't know the answer to or that I'm struggling with, what is the very first thing that I do? Do I take that directly to the Lord or do I take that to a peer or to a family member? And I think that's a great example for us to always seek the Lord first. And then the Lord made a statue for him. And I think here he tells them exactly what he expects of them to do and expects us to do when we are in a state of grumbling or when we do not see God's hand readily. And he says for them to listen to the vo- the voice of the Lord your God. So how do you do that? How do you listen to the voice of the Lord your God? And then he also says do right in his eyes. It goes on to say right after that, give ear to the commandments and keep his statutes. And I kind of see that as a explanation of how how do you listen to the voice of the Lord your God? Well, you give ear to his commandments. You pay attention to what his word says. And then it says, do right in his eyes. Well, how do you do right in his eyes? By keeping his statutes. So I think he gives us right there the specifics of how we can be cured how he will be our healer and provide for us in any circumstance that we're in. And then there at the very end, it says they came to Elam. And Elam uh, is perhaps maybe an oasis that they find here. Remember the massive number of people and livestock that they have. And they come to Elam. And then what do they see when they get to Elam? 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees. But when you think of the intensity of that, so 12 springs of water would be enough to water them and their livestock. And also the 70 palm trees. Well, think of the shade and the provision that that would provide for them. So once again, this is signifying that the Lord is leading them and that they uh, should not always jump to the conclusion as we should not, that we know the purpose and the meaning of our circumstances. And, you know, when we can't see uh, how the Lord is working on our behalf, we can't always jump to that conclusion. And once again, they're seeing this played out in their life. You know, in our lives, we can also presume that uh, what we need is merely physical in nature. It could be food or water or a better house or a better job or a different car or whatever we can come up with in our own minds that are needs of the time. But really, our needs and our temptations are more of a spiritual nature. You know, so I leave you with the questions today. Will we trust God to meet all of our needs? And will we be content with what God provides? And I know you've heard those questions before. We we speak of them a lot um, in our church and in our Christian community. And my very next question is, so how do I do that? How do I trust God to meet all of my needs? And how can I be content in what the Lord provides? Well, I'm gonna take us right back to verse 26 that we just talked about. It says listen to the voice of the Lord, give ear to his commands, do right in his eyes, and keep all of his statutes. So guys, as long as we can continue to keep seeking the Lord and do as he calls us to do here in uh, verse 26, then we're better able to trust him to meet all of our needs and to help us be content in all that he provides. So I've really enjoyed uh, being with you today, and I hope you'll come back and join us again tomorrow as we carry on in chapter 16 of Exodus. And uh, Lord, just I pray that he will bless you uh, this day and give you a wonderful day. So I hope to see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's word.